Hello, and welcome back to the Live Faithfully podcast. My name is Jalea, or Kina Marin, for those of you who follow me on my social platforms. And how are you all doing this day? This is the day the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? Amen. So, like always, before we get started, I'll just let you know where I am on social media, and then we'll hop right in. I'm on Patreon as Live Faithfully. Uh, The blog website is kingdomrn.com. And then Instagram is live underscore faithfully blog. Now that we got that out the way, let's go ahead and jump into prayer. Father God, I thank you so much for just bringing us closer to you every single day. Father God, I thank you so much just for those listening. I pray and ask for a blessing to just overflow onto them today, Father God. Um, Any issues or problems that they're coming in with, Father God, I just ask that you would just give them a, a solution, Father God. Would you just give them an answer, Jesus? Would you just show them the way, show them the light to their dark path, Father God? Look, Jesus, I just thank you for all that you have in store for us, Father God, all the things that you have done already for us, Father God, and all the things that you will do for us in these coming minutes, days, months, Father God. No one knows the plans that you have, Father God, but we do know that they're good plans and that you love us because you are a good Father. Lord, I just ask that your Holy Spirit just be with us and just um, speak to our hearts in this moment. Father God, I bless you, I praise you, and I thank you for all those here listening. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen. So, like I said, let's jump in. So today we are talking about fragments of Egypt, the fragments of Egypt. Now, the Holy Spirit gave me this because he reminded me of the the trials and just the the searching in the wilderness that the Israelites had to do and go through to truly, well, they were supposed to (laughs) understand and rely on Jesus as he was their fire by night and their pillar by the day. So it's like they were supposed to, in this time, truly understand and lean on the Lord for every little thing. So the verses that we're looking at right for today uh, is Numbers 11, 4 through 6. So this is the passage where the Israelites, they, you know, they just came out of Egypt. They are still, you know, trying to figure out where they're going because they don't know. They don't know where they're going, but they are told just to trust in the Lord. So they've reached a point that many of us have reached um, of just kind of discontent, some ungratefulness, some some memory of the past. So I'm going to go ahead and read it, and then we'll jump right in into what the Holy Spirit gave me for today. Numbers 11, 4 through 6. And the mixed multitude that was among them fell a lusting. And the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat? We remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely, quotations over freely, 
the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. But now our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all beside this manna before our eyes. Whew. Looks like the Israelites had a, a, a case of bad memory. <laughs> they were not free, but slaves in Egypt. So it seems like they just completely disregarded the fact that they were actually in bondage and that they cried out to the Lord to set them free. But just like a lot of us, how many times have we done that? God has just brought us through something tragic, something something huge in our lives. And the next moment something else happens and it seems like we have forgotten how good God is or we have forgotten what he had done for us. So we can't just blame the Israelites on this one because we've done it before. But it's just when you see it in front of you like this, you're like, Israelites, like, what are you talking about? He just parted the Red Sea for you. And and you guys walked across like water, like dry, dry ground. Then the water's like above you. Like, this is miraculous. This is huge. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get out and you're discontent with what is going on. Essentially, you're discontent with the manna. It's uh, the Bible uh, says it tasted like like fresh olive oil and they just ate it day in and day out. And they were just they were not having it anymore. (laughs) My question to you is, have you ever thought about an old relationship that had some good memories? This is truly where the Holy Spirit led me. Um, because it's it's not just about where we are in life. Sometimes when God sets us free or, or brings us away from something that was damaging someone, people, a people group, we tend to think back on those moments as, as good things, as, as like, oh, do you remember the good times we had? Almost seemingly forgetting that we just came out of something that could have been very detrimental to our souls or that was detrimental to our souls just i mean do you remember like the countless nights of arguing crying insecurity disrespect harm it's like all of a sudden we just remember oh well i remember that one thing they did for me or that that really touched me or these people used to uh we used to have a lot of fun drinking and smoking and hanging out We used to have a lot of fun at the club. We used to, and it's like, we used to, we used to, we used to do all these things. However, like I said before, you you forget the countless nights of crying yourself to sleep. You forget the countless nights of feeling discontent and afraid and all these things. And it's really, it was really crazy to, to me for, but the Holy Spirit brought that up because I was just like, why is that? Holy Spirit, like, why is that? And he led me to 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen. This is the NIV version. And it said, and no wonder. I like that it started like that. <laughs> and no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. Now this verse, um, the one before it and the one after it was talking about how the um, workers of iniquity. So people who work for Satan, people who are deceiving, people who are... Um, acting like uh, sheep when they're wolf in sheep's clothing. So it was just saying like, no wonder these people are drawing you in and telling you lies and all these things because Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. 
So they are also masquerading as people that are that are helpful, people that are just just loving you and telling you the truth and people who draw you away from Jesus, essentially. So we have to remember that Satan is 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 masquerading as an angel of light. He's going to make it seem like, oh, I just have the best intent for you. And I, I these people are just they just they just want to love you and they just want you to be free. And they just yada, yada, yada. When in actuality, they're drawing you further and further and further away from the Lord. Now, in the same way, this is why staying close to the word, this is why staying deep in the word is so, so, so important. Because we actually need the whole armor of God to withstand the evil darts and seeds the enemy tries to uh, throw at our minds. It's so important because, like I said, those memories all of a sudden seem beautiful they seem light they seem like oh i missed that they they seem like they used to be so good and so pretty however masquerading his light they were not they were not good they might have been very small high points very small but when you look at the grand scheme you are actually better now that you're not with those people you are actually better now that you're not in those spaces and places that the lord has brought you out of so for those who are saying you know what i did go back or i did turn let's talk about that let's talk about just essentially an example of the dangers of turning around um first thing that popped up in my mind was lot and his wife um, in Genesis nineteen sixteen through twenty nine, you can go ahead and read that. It pretty much is the story of how God was like, "I'm going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah." And Lot, I sent two people to come bring you out. He sent people to literally pull Lot and his family out because they just would not move. <laughs> and they're like, like God even said, "I can't do anything unless you're gone." So they were literally taken out of. Sodom and Gomorrah so that they could be saved. However, his wife, she had those fond memories of where God was leading them away from and saving their lives. She she remembered. She was like, this is my home. This is where I've been. She remembered those things and she turned around. And most of us know the story. She turned into a pillar of salt. The Lord just told them to do one thing. Just keep going straight and don't turn around essentially there is nothing back here that you need to see there is nothing that that is left for you here it's it's going to be all destroyed because it is not of god it is not from me um it is an abomination to me everything that's been going on here so don't even turn around there's nothing left for you here however she turned around regardless and turned into a pillar of salt now a little extreme However, it's true. Like the Israelites, she didn't remember the bondage, the fear, or the sexual immorality that took place, just the things that were good for a moment. This is the word of the Lord, God says. This is this is something that we as humans do often. That's why they have we have stories like this in the Bible, but it's important to know why, you know, it was bad for you to turn around or knowing why and especially if you're in it now you're like wow i remember these things and i remember how uncomfortable i was i remember how disrespectful he or she was i remember 
now that I'm back in and I'm like seeing it again, like, wow, how did I, how did I see this is good when this was actually something that I finally got away from, that I finally got free from. But friends and family, the word of God is truth and the Holy Spirit can lead us in it. What do I mean? So if we will go to John 16, 13, it says, but when he, the spirit of truth, comes he will guide you into all truth he will not speak on his own he will only speak what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come so when you're having these thoughts and these memories pop up pop up just ask the holy spirit like you know first of all where are these memories coming from because i you know most of the time we're like eating or watching tv and something will just pop up in our head he will lead us into all truth and say like is this from god or is this from you know, Satan, like, is this from the devil? Because all the Bible says, think on these things that are of good report, good, lovely, pure of joy. And if it doesn't have anything to do with that, you want to cast all thoughts down that try to exalt itself above the Lord. So you, you definitely want to, like I said before, stay rooted in that word because you need the Holy Spirit to bring up these scriptures to let you know, like, huh, this actually isn't from God. And actually this seemed like a good memory, but actually right after this memory, such and such happened. So it's, and and I just want to stop and pause here and say, thank you, Holy Spirit. There's been so many times the Holy Spirit has saved me from making terrible decisions or seeing a person one way in my, my humanly lusty eyes. And the Holy Spirit is like, pause, rewind. I'm going to show you something about this person. And then now I'm like, ooh, ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I am so glad I did not act upon feeling and flesh, but I actually thought about going to the word first and I actually asked the Holy Spirit first. So those who are in it, there is grace. Thank you, Lord. Yes, there is grace. There is grace. However, when we repent and we must turn from sin and walk the path Jesus has set out for us, excuse me, it's so important to just say, Lord, you know what? I messed up and I repent. But repenting isn't just saying I'm sorry and then next week doing it again. Repenting is saying I'm sorry. I'm going to actually turn away from this. So I'm actually going to leave this relationship. I'm actually going to do what you originally asked me to do and step out away from these people I call my friends or stop drinking or stop smoking or stop going to the club or whatever it is the Lord had put on your heart to do and in originally that you would just come back to to where you all first heard him call you you know coming back to that spot again of surrenderance and saying Lord I messed up I repent I know that you love me and you have good plans for me and I know that your plans are actually better than mine and the life that you have for me is better than all this temporary pleasure and first John 1 7 it says but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus thank you Lord for the blood his son purifies us from all sin so we look white as snow to our father because of Jesus his blood poured out for us his blood is not only just just a way for us to be sinless and reconnected with our father but it is actually powerful like it is supernatural protection it's supernatural health 
that the, the blood of Jesus is what covers us and protects us from the enemy. It is it is powerful in itself. The name of Jesus, his blood, his body broken for us. It is what keeps us and gives us supernatural health and protection in this world. And what a wonderful and awesome gift that is. We serve a mighty and loving father. And I just get an amen on that. His goodness, his mercy, his grace just just covers us. And I am I personally am so grateful because I have pulled on that grace multiple times, but he is faithful and he is merciful and his mercies are renewed daily. Praise the Lord. However, like I said, you know, we don't pull on that grace and then tomorrow do the same thing or plan to do something and say, Lord, forgive me. You know, I'm not, I'm not there yet. And the Lord does have grace and he sees us as long as we're trying, but don't always just give into the flesh because you're like, oh, there's grace. There's grace because there is coming a time when seed time of harvest will stop. (laughs) There, there is a time. So just please be working, excuse me, please be working just towards just that goal of turning fully from sin and just trying to walk that path of light that the Lord has set out for us. It is truly a powerful statement to say, God, not my will, but yours be done. It is, a, but yours be done. It is a statement of trust in his goodness and his faithfulness toward us, his children. It is important for us to get to a point to say, you know what, Lord, like my plans aren't yours they're not as good as yours they're not as thought out as yours even though we can map it out and have our vision boards and it's very important to have a vision board and to map out where where you would like to see your future go however to say lord here here are my plans here is my vision you do what you um you do what you do (laughs) god like do what you do do what you do in my life because we know in Ephesians 3:20 that it is going to be abundantly exceedingly more than we can ever think or ask or imagine like like it's huge it's huge and God has such beautiful plans for us that he has already um called us in our mother's womb to do like we just have to say yes to the Lord and watch our lives just change for the better so the last verse i just want to give you guys just to meditate on throughout the day throughout the week is hebrews 12 2 and this is the amplified version it says looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on jesus who is the author and perfecter of faith the first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity praise god who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work, looking away from all that distracts us. That is beautiful. And keeping our eyes focused on Jesus because he is the author and the perfecter of our faith. I love that. I love that. So once again, that was Hebrews 12 too. And just just let that sink in and go through that, that he is the author and the perfecter of faith. 
the one who brings it to maturity. So I understand that we are all walking. We are all walking, walking, walking. And I just, just, you're living faithfully, living. You know, you're you're actively doing this. This is stepping into faith and, and walking into, into what God has for us. It is not something that we are sprinting toward. You know, you have to, you have to take, you have to crawl before you walk. You have to. So just have grace with yourselves. Have grace with yourself. Have grace with your own journey. Because the Lord has grace with you and he loves you and he's watching you and he's so proud of you all for taking the time out of your busy days and schedules just to say hello, to say thank you, to say I love you, and really um, bring him into every aspect of your life. So that is all for today. I pray you all have a blessed week, a blessed day. Um, I just pray health and protection over you and your families. And I will see you all next week. Bye-bye.